0: Welcome to Ikoi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Today's preacher is Reverend Abayomi Lawal, the lead pastor at Ikoi Baptist Church. Listen and be blessed. Church, I have not so good a news for you this morning. And it's based on the fact that theft has always occurred in the church of God and when we steal from the house of God we know that it is a serious business a very serious matter and unfortunately we see that the people involved are prominent people we have evidences, but not so concrete. In the sense that we cannot pin them down, so that we can prosecute them for stealing in the church. To raise them matter even in darkness is difficult. Not to talk about church in conference, but somehow. I have the list of names Church will you give me permission to read the names to you I wish I could actually do something that the late singer Michael Jackson did if you have watched that video the man in the mirror I would have loved to place that in a box so you can read the names by yourself the only thing about it is this huh you won't believe it if i have to read the names now your name may be there it is a sad thing that many of us know the Lord yet we rob him we do it deliberately in the open and some of us do it just like Ananias on Sapphira it is a well planned theft from a house when we come to the church we are not afraid to even present ourselves before God as if to say, look I am a robber there is nothing you can do about it it is important for me to get real concerning this matter children of God Everything that any local church needs can be found in its congregation. When a church wants to embark on building on a project, it is not right for that church to be writing letters to different churches and say, uh, come over to Macedonia and help us. In the actual fact, They are not living in Macedonia. What this church needs concerning developing number seven and everything that actually is written in a bulletin on the pastor's corner that we actually want to get done this year can be done if we stop robbing from God. The mission project, the way to actually finance all the purposes of the church, the Lord God Almighty has placed us here to meet everything. If only we we'll be loyal to him. And loyalty is all that is due him. Why? Because the Lord loves us so much. He has demonstrated his love to us and he's still demonstrating his love to us in such a manner that we ourselves know it. But the flesh is not allowing us to respond to him as we ought to. This happened in the days of Malachi, but the people had no regard for God. They had no regard for Him in the sense that they were so selfish, so self-centered, so much unto themselves in the sense that they were building posh houses for themselves at the neglect of God's own place and. Even that which was to him, they took away. We have read from the Old Testament this morning about tithe. And some of us may say to ourselves, that is the Old Testament practice. But when we want to look for blessings, huh? we go back to the Old Testament and say, Abraham's blessings are mine. Was Abraham not of Old Testament? We live under grace and not under law. But do you know that more is required of us who actually know the grace of God now than the people who were forced to do what they were not even Powerful enough to obey. And may I say this few facts that we need to know. The first one is actually that tithing is not a law. It's not part of the law. God demanded it demanded it from his people so that the priests so the project of his temple so the poor people would not be neglected he demanded it let's turn to the book of Deuteronomy 14 please Deuteronomy 14 verses 22 and 23 you shall truly tithe all the increase of your grain that the field produces year by year. And you shall eat before the Lord your God in the place where he chooses to make his name abide. The tithe of your grain and your new wine and your oil of the firstborn of your herds and your flocks. That you may learn to fear the Lord, your God, always. It is actually stated so that the people will give honor to God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear that the reverence that we need to have for God is such that will make people to know that we know the God that we serve the second thing that we need to know is this everything seen and unseen belongs to God Psalm 24 verse 1 simply says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof And when you turn to Psalm 50, verses 10 and 11, you have this written For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine. Who owns it? God Almighty. And when you turn to the book of Haggai, chapter 2, verse 8, Haggai 2, verse 8 says, The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. Then you want to say that, Well, if everything belongs to God, I own myself. And I say to you, You're lying. You're lying. Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 4. Ezekiel 18 4. Behold all souls are whose? God's. Are mine. The soul of the father as well as the soul of the son is mine. The soul that that sins shall die. After that you will see that you see that nothing that actually we, we possess can be called ours. Nothing. Yes, we say, oh, my house, uh, my car, my wife, my husband, my children, my, 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 and so on and so forth. But you know something? You don't own anything. In the book of First Kings, chapter twenty, verse 3, 1 Kings twenty-three. Your silver and your gold are mine. Your loveliest, huh? loveliest wives and children are what? Are mine. So What, what do you? What do you own? after god has graciously given us all these things he now said to us all i ask from you is keep 90 percent of whatever i have bestowed upon you give me 10 10 percent just 10 percent and we look at it and say ah uh-uh. this god Ah, uh, you are too harsh. Ten percent. Give me ten percent. Keep ninety percent. Who can make a deal like that in business? You have a partner that actually you have given money to uh, in order to establish his uh, business, that business has grown big, and you only say, uh, okay, uh, you take ten percent because you know that I'm the owner of the money, huh? You are only keeping it 10%. Give me 90. Some of us will run to it and say, yes, I love it. But God says just 10%. And it seems to us that, ah, that is too big. May I say to you that if you think that 10% is too big, think of what God has given. He gave us the best of his best, his only begotten son. To prove his love to us, he gave us his son. And then we are saying that this God is asking too much. Now, does the New Testament teach tithing? I say to you, by the grace of God, that we can find even in this. Scriptures, Please turn to Matthew 23.23 Matthew 23.23 Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites For you pay tithe on mint and uh, anise and cumin And have neglected the weightier matters of the law Justice and mercy and faith This you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. Jesus Christ did not in any way abolish tithing. He detested the way the Pharisees and the scribes were practicing it, but he did not in any way preach against tithing. So for us to say that it's not found in the, in the, in the New Testament and that it's a thing of the past. No, sir. The same thing Luke recorded in Luke chapter 11, verse 40, 42. We are not going to read it because it's the same, same thing. You know? So here we stand. The church of God believes in tithing and giving of Offerings and if the church believes in it guess what every member should key in every member should actually respect it to do otherwise is to go against the will of God but I must warn us here as to what tithing cannot do we do not give tithe in order to to, to have these things one Tithing cannot save you. You cannot buy salvation with money. Only Jesus can save So don't rest on it and say, oh, I'm sending my tithe to the church. Uh, the church may not see me, but I'm sending my tithe to the church. God is not interested in that. He's not. God is not hungry. God is not Poor. he's rich in all things but he wants us to cooperate with him for he has called us co-workers with him and if we are co-workers guess what i need to give something to actually be in partnership sort of so tithing cannot save you secondly tithing if you touch all you can which actually is good you cannot in any way buy the gift of the holy spirit with it you know somebody that actually wanted to do that in in the scriptures simon the sorcerer he wanted to offer money in order to have the power to heal and to do some miracles because he saw that the power of the Holy Spirit is by far more than the power of magic. Tithing cannot buy you or give you the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The, Spirit is, the gift of the Spirit is given according to what God intended or had actually wished for each and every one of us. So there's no need for jealousy. Tithing cannot cover your sins or pay for your sins there's a word that actually is used in the book of Luke Luke chapter 11 it's called Rue, I think R-U-E it's actually penitence when you found that you have sinned and you want to buy your way out so it will not count on you then you give money for it I know that the Roman Catholic Church was guilty of this um, some time ago, or maybe they're still doing it. I don't know. You cannot use money to pay back for the sin that you have committed. God wants you to actually be remorseful and leave their sin and come to Him and never turn to the sin. Fourthly, tithing cannot be boasted about so that you actually feel important and anyone that is giving money to the church and you think that you are the financier of the church therefore whatever you say must actually hold i said to you you have not known the lord as much as we call talk about giving as much as we talk about the church needing money let no man think that because i give a lot to the church therefore i must have the control of the church it is not yours. The church belongs to God. You go to some churches, you see that some people would stand to talk and they talk by bragging and saying that, ah, we must talk because we, 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 we have a, a lion's share in, in, in what actually is going on in this church. May hey, God forgive them. The truth of the matter is this: even the much that you have given, if it is not up to the tithe that you should give, it is unacceptable, absolutely unacceptable. In the Yoruba land, in the Yoruba language, they say "idamewa" uh, and "idakuda." We need to know that. No one can buy god with money but why do i talk about tithe i talk about it this morning because sincerely speaking not to do it is a great disobedience the major sin in not tithing is the act of disobedience and when you disobey god God will not in any way be pleased with you. You cannot say no sir my lord when the lord says do something. It is always right. Now where should we put the tithe? And this also is some, something that some people are arguing about debating about unnecessarily for that matter the bible says in malachi chapter 3 verse 10 bring all the tithe to me to my store sorry bring all the tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house it is wrong for you to take God's tithe and put it in an envelope and go and give it to Pastor Lawal and say, Pastor Lawal, I'm blessing your life with this. I am not God. I am a servant of God. The tithe belongs to God, not to any pastor, not to any charitable organization. It should be brought to his house. The house of God must not be in want. Why? God has placed the people who actually will meet the needs of that church, of that local church, there. Call it a poor church. All the needs can be found in that poor church. when you give your tithe to the pastor or to a pope or to any charitable organization it is just a mere offering of a gift it must be brought to the house of God let me actually use this as an illustration you are a wonderful philanthropist you have done a lot of humanitarian Work, people know you. Oh, every roundabout has been decorated by you beautifully done, admired by even foreigners. And lo and behold, one day, IRS now found that you have been evading taxes. I think. They should forgive you is that true or they will add up all that you have spent to beautify the the, the the country and then subtract it from what you should have paid as tithe as tax i don't think so same thing is true we only joke with god because god is merciful and it's important for us to know that this God can be a consuming fire God said try me test me and you say that no it is hard for me to pay because I am not rich enough God knows I'm poor God knows I'm actually eating from hand to mouth God knows my condition but God says test me try me and he who says so guess what is faithful is dependable is a covenant keeping God is rich exceedingly and abundantly in all things he knows your condition he knows your huge responsibilities that you cannot even meet with the little that you have but when God says do it try me, test me I want to test him more has he ever done this And we can see evidence of the fact that God can meet all the needs even in a poverty. Yes! Elijah was a man like us. And in the day of famine, the Lord said to him, go to that city. I have prepared somebody for you who will take care of you. And lo and behold, I was actually, when I was young, I was thinking that "Hey, it must be God must be sending him to a palace. Because in a palace you don't lack. Oh, God must be sending him to a rich family. But lo and behold, God sent him to a widow. Not just a widow, a poor widow. A rich widow would have been better. But a poor one who confessed to Elijah, hey, Man of God, don't go too far. Water, I can give you. Bread. Uh-uh. I'm preparing the last one for myself and my son. And when we are finished eating, we we'll wait for our death. God sent his servant to that woman and this god that says try me the little you think you are earning try me with it may i say this to you your condition that actually is so bad can turn to a testimony if you try god your condition that is so 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 terrible will turn will turn to testimony if you try him see what he said he would do i will not actually speak on behalf of god now the word of god will speak for itself let's start from verse 10 10b And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open, if I will not open for you the windows, not even one window, windows of heaven. Now, the windows of heaven, when opened, can be for blessing and it can be for destruction. When God opened the windows during the time of Noah, what happened? Rain fell and the whole thing was destroyed. Only Noah and everything that was in the ark was saved. But the blessings of the Lord, he actually said it, if I would not pour out to you such blessings, that there will not be room enough to receive it that is god for you he is the one speaking not me and then he says in verse 11 and i will rebook the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field says the Lord of hosts. And then in verse 12, and all nations will call you blessed. Blessed. For you will be delightful, you'll be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. All nations will know that God has truly blessed us May Ekoi Baptist Church stand as a wonderful showcase for God in Jesus' name. Whereby, people will say, they lack nothing in that church. Why? Because the people of God are faithful. Loyal to God. For loyalty, that is due God. Must be given to him. I pray you will change your habit of stealing from God. May theft not be heard of in the Quay Baptist Church again. In Jesus' name, I expected your amen to be low. Amen. Hey, that's okay. That's okay because you know what, huh you are actually saying even after this that i'm going to continue to steal but it doesn't matter this god that promised this can never fail shall we bow our heads in prayer we pray lord god almighty that you bless your word into our heart no matter how it has been spoken lord god almighty your Holy Spirit will continue to interpret it into our hearts. And we, your people, Lord, will testify concerning your goodness when we obey. In this year of Jubilee, Lord God Almighty, make it obedient year for us. Lord God Almighty, as we obey you, we know that we will be fruitful. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible believing church located at 5 to 7 Latif Jakande Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ekoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 016320485 and 016320486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ekoibaptistchurch.org. We look forward to having you back next week.